to the KVB Review Podcast. Yes, you did tune into the right show. I'm not Andy Davis, obviously. I am the deputy editor of KVB Review, Vicky Evans. Final episode of season four. And today I'm taking you on a trip around the bathroom showrooms of Clerkenwell Design Week. For those who don't know, Clerkenwell Design Week is a time of exhibitions, installations, talks, networking, and more, all in the heart of the design and architectural community. It is a big time for the KVB showrooms, as it is a great opportunity for them to open their doors, host events, and meet hundreds of customers. I went along on the first day of the show, and I mainly went to visit bathroom showrooms to discuss latest trends, products, questions about whether there is too much thing as too much choice in the bathroom world, and how bathroom suppliers are becoming more like one-stop shops. Now I'm going to jump in the past and and take you around the first day of design week. I'm here at Clarkenwell Design Week. It is bright and sunny. I have an iced coffee in hand and I'm heading to the new Rack Ceramics studio. The showroom opened for the first time this morning and the team only got the keys 13 weeks ago. So let's go and see what they have in store. Well, I'm sales and marketing director for Rack Ceramics UK. So how has business been in the UK? Uh, the last couple of years, business has been very, very strong. The last three months has been a little bit more of a challenge, I think, with obviously everybody coming out of lockdown, a little bit more money to spend on holidays, a bit of savings that they've had left over, and people going away. Also, the cost of living crisis, as it stands right now, you've got a lot of people that are speculating, not spending money, not doing as much on their home refurbishments, interest rates going up, less people buying houses... Um, it's a challenging time at the moment. Um, stable, but but challenging. Not climbing as it has been the last the last couple of years. Yeah, there has been a lot of challenges in the market, but obviously the retailers who we're talking to have obviously had big booms, had a massive growth in sales. Like Rex Ramps themselves have had a yeah. big growth in sales. Kind of what can retailers do to take advantage of this boom, even though there are difficult challenges like the last three months. So I think with retailers it's very much about adding value and capturing the customer when they when they arrive. There are still people out there that want to spend money, that want to upgrade their properties and or properties that are that are dated and we spent the last couple of years locked at home really. And so we do need to make some changes. And I think it's very much about adding value, adding design services and looking at ways in which we can incorporate different materials within within bathrooms and within not just the bathroom world but also within the surfaces category as well. Tiles are not just tiles, tiles are a a sheet material that can be used from everything from making um, coffee tables through to um, beautiful kitchens and um, so it's, it's utilising thinking outside the box and um, mm-hmm. trying to add value so obviously Rax Ramex has done multiple product launches done multiple huge product launches with famous designers how has the last two years been in from your perspective in terms of project launches I'll go a little bit further back last last four years have been a very very busy time for Rack Ceramics with, with new products um, five years ago we started a journey to elevate our brand within the UK market um, so improving the design products and going from what many people would consider the commodity level products into something a little bit more aspirational and um, the introduction of famous architects and designers into developing designs for us has really sort of continued that that journey. Um, 
over the last 18 months, some of the product development has not necessarily stopped, but has slowed down a little bit. And one, because the ability to launch new products into a market that's in that's in a that's in a lockdown is very very limited. But two, the other side is we can't just continue developing and developing and developing. Otherwise, there's nothing left to nothing left to develop. Um, we had quite a lot of gaps in our series that we needed to to fill, um, and while they're filling up. Um, now it's a case of adding complementary items um, in, into the series. Right, ceramics is not just ceramics, even though it's there in, in the title, and it is more of a one-stop shop because of you doing absolutely everything. Kind of what was the process and the development into that, and linked with that, do you think that people think of Rack Ceramics as being everything even though that's been quite a new change, or do you think they're still more focusing on just the ceramics part? Our philosophy in 2016, our vision was to become the world's leading ceramics lifestyle solution provider, um, being able to capture every element within the bathroom and, and tile market. More so than anywhere, any other country in the world at the moment, Rank mm-hmm. Ceramics UK um, has really led the charge with that by implement, um, launching 25 or 30 new ranges of taps, new furniture series, shower trays, glass panelling um, in multiple colours, finishes. Uh, in the UK, we were the spearhead for launching the coloured series of, um, of sanitary wear and um, rack feeling. I think still a big proportion of people um, still think of rack ceramics as a, as a toilet company. Um, and I mean that in the greatest respects, we've got some beautiful toilets. Um, however, what we do find now, our people are really starting to actually not necessarily just buy our toilets, they're buying our taps or only buying our taps and our mirrors and our, and our furniture as well. And I think trying to go from being a single product group um, company into being a, um, a full category um Brand um, yeah. takes a little bit of takes a little bit of time. We've been doing it for three to four years, five years approximately, um, and let's say trying to get into that whole marketplace. Um, our brassware is our second largest category in the UK, and um, bigger than our bigger than our tile category, um, which is a phenomenal um, acceptance. Where we originally launched our products was we launched our some of our ranges that um, that really targeted our key lines in in the bathroom in the sanitary wear range, and um, by adding now more premium products adding more variety more finishes going away from just offering a basin tap with a bath filler and being able to offer basin taps wall mounted three hole wall mounted deck mounted b-day taps where where we don't sell many b-days in the uk but rack ceramics is one of the few companies that does actually sell b-days and actually when i go and have a look through the numbers number of b-day sales that we have it's big having B-day taps, and five, six, seven different bath um, installations really does give you a, a wide and complete offering, which I think some people miss and, and drop. So yeah, I think it would also is to help for retailers as well to have that solution where you know it's those little things like all of your whites match, all of your chrome yeah. colours match, and it just makes their job slightly easier if you can go to one person for 
absolutely everything. Yeah, definitely. Um, Colours, so there are plenty of different whites. Um, it's like having somebody turn around and saying, I'd like a gold tap. Everybody's gold or brushed gold or interpretation of gold is completely different from the very, very simple French light gold all the way through to the very, very yellow um, golds. So it's, it is good to be as coordinating as, as possible. There's obviously a very large catalogue of products within the range because you do do so much. Is there so much thing as too much choice, especially when you're talking about you know, a retailer who's selling to a client who let's face it, it's probably only going to buy maximum two bathrooms in their lifetime and therefore don't really understand what the different products are. So I think, I think there's an element of too much. There is a potential to have too much. We've got multiple countries, I think 180 countries mm-hmm. that we're selling into that have all got their own regional tastes. Um, even going into the UK, the taste within London compared to the taste within Glasgow is obviously very, very um, varied. So, but I also think, and probably contradicting what I was saying before, some items have got to be coordinated. If you're going to have a tapping gold with a, a waist, it's got to be the same gold. But you don't have to have four walls that are coordinated. You don't have to have a WC that coordinates with the basin that you have. So being able to offer a complete design package that um, contrasts, complements one another. Uh, A little bit like some of the pods that you see upstairs, very little of it has got any of the same tile on any more than one wall, Um, but all works seamlessly together. And I think that's what it is. It's about getting away from just one particular tile that somebody likes, season um, season a particular bay is about um, expanding that a little bit more. Do we have too many SKUs? My warehouse manager will probably say yes. Um, at the same time, I don't think so, and I think there's still always room to room to, to grow and innovate and launch products that, um, that people don't necessarily want to see. Brexamanus is obviously very design-focused, but this is also a very practical company is very you know it's not just beautiful things work how does that happen in terms of like the research and the development in terms of like talking to customers and figuring out what they want kind of how how is things practical and beautiful at the same time i think Firstly, we work with a phenomenal design team. Maurizio Scatella, Debiasi and Sandri, and Patrick Norgay, um, all very, very, very um, established in, in what they do and world-reputable designers. Um, so there's one thing about following a trend, there's other things about trying to trying to lead, lead, lead the market. Um, that's where we're trying to be. We're trying to be leaders in the design world rather than just followers and I think we also while we're still a young company from a manufacturing perspective um, we also have a lot of expertise and Rack Ceramics was one of the first in the UK to to bring rimless technology and we're one of the very few companies that can produce a tile that you can shine a can shine a light through um, with with Luce and um, various different things that we we um, we've innovated first in the UK um, but having the technical knowledge with a great design team a lot of the products that we sell biggest volume of um, our Rack Resorts Rack Series 600 which are well known names in, in the UK market um, all designed by our team in the UK um, and it 
that's all being led by um, by the UK um, in order to try and make sure that we capture capture the market. The UK is the leading market now for Sanctuary for the group, and so it's very important that that everybody has us. In a shocking turn of events, it is raining in England and I am now sheltering from the rain. It was bright and beautiful when I entered the rack showroom and now it's thunder, lightning and rain. I am now going to literally run to the Jurovitz showroom to see what new products they have in store and to talk more about their design collaborations. Uh, yes, my name's Claire Carroll and I'm the marketing manager for Durovit UK. Because there is a big range of products from Durovit, not only just you know, the amount of things that you have from brassware to ceramics, everything involved, but there's also a lot of range of price points. How does that help designers work with you? I think there's a misconception perhaps that Durovit is expensive, um, you know, but as you say, our brand covers all sorts of price points so regardless of what you're looking for from um, a bathroom dual of it sort of has the answer across um, majority of the product um, sectors um, but also from a design or a color or what, whatever really you can have um, the opportunity for dual of it to upgrade your bathroom mm-hmm. um, and not necessarily always be spending a lot of money but you can have that Durovit experience but then we've also got I think the fact that we're building on our design heritage which is very strong um, so Zencha we've introduced a new designer Sebastian Herkner who comes into the Durovit family which is fantastic um, and then we've also got um, a continuation with the launch of um, Soleil by Philippe Stark um, our most prolific designer and has been in the Durovit family for a long time um, and we're really pleased to have him um, and then we've got Durovit number one um, that was launched at the beginning of this year which um, is designed by Durovit um, but captures a slightly different market so um, we've actually got Zencha which would be sort of luxury and we've got Soleil mid-market and then Durovit number one is um, sort of the price conscious end of the market but still value for money um, and particularly for a brand like Durovit that's strong in design it makes it more accessible to everyone mm-hmm. so that's that's the aim there. Durovit has that mix of you know even if something's at the, you know, the lower end there's mm-hmm. still obviously that design element to it and yes. it still obviously fits in well with the brand as a whole yes absolutely i mean design is at the core of our brand so you know we'll never compromise on um, design we'll always make sure that the product is 100 percent um and designed in the right way and is right for the durovit brand but obviously um you know is accessible to as many people as possible yeah could you explain more about what your customers at the moment are kind of coming in and looking for uh, yes, it's sort of polar opposites really, so um, over the last um, few months we've had customers who are looking for, and whether it's to do with the change of season and we're coming into summer and they want something fresher and brighter, um, but whites and oak woods have been very popular. Um, and then just this morning we've had a lady come in and we've only had the Zencha display on for a very short time, a week, less than a week. 
um, and she's drawn by the dark ceramics um, of the wash basins and we've also got um, toilets to match and she wanted sort of the moodier um, element to create a distinctive feel between a bathroom and a shower room in um, a project just around the corner in Barbican. Juravit not only is a design-led brand but it also works with designers to kind of make certain collections. What is that process like from Juravit's standpoint? I think we just try and ensure that obviously the Juravit brand is important but we also listen and work um, collaboratively with the designer. Um, so, um, you know, both Philippe Stark and, and particularly Sebastian Herkner that's, that's come with a, a particular design, um, we're very honest. It has to be something that can be manufactured, um, but at the same time we obviously want the integrity of both brands, of Durovit and the designer, so um, we make it a collaborative process throughout. It's always good to be at the Jurovit showroom. It opened in 2018 and was one of my first showroom events when I joined KBB Review. I'm now just heading out of the Jurovit showroom and just heading a few doors down to the Hands Grower and their famous water studio. So I'm here in the water studio with... Uh, I'm Fletcher Govett, Regional Sales Manager for the South. And I'm Erica Dodds, Trade Channel Manager. Brilliant. So let's start off with the kind of the broad question of how's business and what new products have been released. Okay, well, you know, this year has been extremely positive. Um, we've started the, the year really well um, and we have many new products that have been launched um, in different channels um, and allows us to expand um, our, our portfolio. So it's been positive, yeah, really good. Let's talk about sustainability. What can manufacturers do to help retailers bring the message of eco-friendliness to the shop floor? I think one of the things that we've just shown you, Vicky, downstairs at the water studio is, is how our performance in eco-smart uh, versus non-eco-small um, that we're using 9 litres compared to, to 14, 15 litres but still giving you an amazing shower experience um, by, by using half the amount of water. Um, so for us sustainability has been a part of the business for many, many years and something that um, we offer across a lot of our product ranges, hand showers, overheads, basin mixers, um, cool start being one thing that we have on our basin mixers that um, when you turn the products on, it's cold water, you physically got to turn it into hot to, to, to get hot water. So we, we have that, again, uh, across a, a lot of our ranges and as well. And I think from our point of view, um, our customers' water and energy consumption, we just want it to be significantly reduced day after day. Um, and also Hans Grow as a business wants to be carbon neutral by 2030. Yeah. It's good that the fact that there's that mix of just you're kind of pushing the message, which means that... And, and the message is even more important now than ever before. With, with bills all going up, you know, we're all paying a lot more money for, for our energy uh, yeah. and our water. So it, by being able to reduce those costs, um, it is a positive step forward. A lot of that comes down to the advancement of technology and kind of the research and development. Yeah. That, like clearly, like Hansborough and Axel have put in that you know, I'm able to make those changes. Yeah, a lot of the products that we, we develop, you know, they, they, they've been in the process of. of, of Designed for four to five years before they come to market. You know, we launch a product, and then our competitors are launching it maybe six months a year after ourselves. So, you know, we we bring these innovations to the market first. And I mean, choosing hand-grown products it ensures that um, you're buying from a quality manufacturer whose ecological awareness is at the very heart of its business. 
developments in manufacturing processes aren't just about you know, making stuff environmentally friendly, they're also about making things look fantastic as well. How has that kind of manufacturing process helped, especially in terms of things like finishes, where you're able to make you know, things that you couldn't even make five years ago, like various colours? Yeah, in Axor, the finishes we've had for, for a number of years, PVD finishes, uh, with uh, multiple finishes available. Uh, we've now introduced uh, three finishes in PVD into the hands grower range, as well as matte white and matte black. Um, and that's where a lot of growth for, for, for hands grower will be in special finishes. Um, and we're incorporating that not just into baser mixers, but into our, into our standard waste, into our showers. Um, into wet room floors, into our gullies, so that you can actually have a, a total concept uh, with matching components. Yeah. On the concept of matching components, obviously you've got the new wastes um, to make everything kind of matching, but also to help designers and retailers through yeah, very simple things like having one skew for a range of products rather than having to find various things. Kind of, What was the process of making those decisions and changing that? Yeah, so it's all about um, making things easy and making life easy for our retailers. What we want to be able to do is a customer to go into store and say, I want that one then. Um, it reduces time um, and also just makes people feel that they can go and browse at leisure, buy additional products, for example, the rain drain or the extra stories. Um, so that the reason for that is just ease um, in the customer's decision and put. Classic thing that retailers want is consistency of style, consistency of range. If you're wanting to have like a fully coordinated bathroom, so your taps and yeah, the showers, everything matches. Kind of what has has Grower been doing to kind of make this complete solution? I think from, from what we've done with the with the, the finished gloss brochure is created that the bomb coats are bundling product together to make that easier. Um, so you know in the past you have to find all the components individually. Uh, this makes it a lot easier but then you've got the, the accessories to match, you've got the wall stores to match um, and like we said you've got the, the rain drain. So I think it gives you the, the overall offering from one one supplier, uh, from one manufacturer, where it, you know, if you're trying to match, uh, mix finishes from different brands or different manufacturers, it's sometimes very difficult to get that, that exact match. Um, so for us to have it all from one ourselves. What we found out um, through research is that the consumer is now having the bathroom as their sanctuary, so they want to have their own take on things. They want to use different colours, they want to use different finishes that showcase their personality. It's not just chrome anymore, it's now gold it's pink tiles it's greens it's blues it's everything because this, you spend a lot of time in the bathroom yeah what I find quite interesting about Hansborough and Axel as a brand is the fact that you've kind of you've kept to brassware and you've kept to your niche and to your the thing that you know how to do well is that about why has the brand decided to become specialists in one specific sector we've always been a specialist in that sector you know it's Hansborough started mainly in showering um, and it wasn't until a few years later that they went into brass where but we, you know we, we, we work we have the passion for, for water um, uh, within uh, in Hands Grower, but we work with the most famous architects and designers in Axel, and we, we collaborate and bring the, the two, um, you know, design and passion for water together. Um, you know, we just, I suppose, why? 
what happens, what we do, you know, the, yeah. uh, that, that's, uh, the passion is there, the passion is for water. Yeah. But within Axor, when we develop a range in Axor, you're, you're using all the, the, um, the product knowledge um, uh, from the hand grower side, and then you're working and bringing design from the Axor uh, designers and architects. You're collaborating with them to produce great product. One thing that kind of struck me when we were downstairs, when I actually physically saw the, the pricing book, that was basically just this giant Bible. I think Bibles are actually smaller. <laughs> and obviously retailers know what everything is, but from a customer's point of view, sometimes it can be very overwhelming. They don't necessarily understand the difference between the different types of taps. And you can show through the fact that, you know, Retailers a lot of the time actually have working displays with hand grower and you know, able to physically see it. But sometimes customers can be a bit overwhelmed. Basically, is there such a thing as too much choice? No, it's important for us to get to bring our customers to the water studio, you know, to experience the product firsthand. You know, offering training sessions you know, once a month to our, to our dealer network is, is is a huge step in getting them to, to sell product. Um, you know, we are different to all our competitors. You know, we have we have different spray types, and people need to feel and touch those to be able to, 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 be able to sell the product. Um, we are different, and, and so getting their customers here is you know, when they come here and they experience the water studio. We teach them uh, that the ranges. We go through the price book um, so that they feel comfortable. Um, we go through the websites to make sure they're comfortable with using those. Um, so then they go away feeling that they actually, you know, they, they understand the brand uh, and they can see that the benefits of selling our product. Important the fact that you tend to not just focus on like the static product, but it's about the water and actually how mm. it's physically used. Because you know, a bathroom can look great photographed, but in the end of the day, it's actually about how the person uses it. You don't use a bathroom just to stand there in it and think, oh, this looks pretty. You actually use it. And we want every hand dryer customer to, to have that shower, and that was an experience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a shower, it was an experience. And, was, and with our product, that's what you get. Seeing the gap in the rain, I am now on my way to Vitra, which is on the other side of Clerkenwell Road. The Vitra showroom opened just over a year ago and it's my first time seeing the space so I'm quite excited and it has a lot of their new collections including a brand new collaboration with Tom Dixon. I'm here in the Vitra showroom and thank you for taking the time out to speak with me. Um, Introduce yourself and then let's talk about Vitra. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for coming. My name's Darren Paxford. I'm the National Sales Manager for Vitra and I've been with Vitra now for 26 years um, it's been a, I always say it's been a perfect partnership they've given me an awful lot and I like to think I've given them a lot back so it's a perfect partnership so how has um, business been in the last two years it's been a very exciting time for Vitra there's been a lot going on but obviously there has been challenges overall that everyone has experienced I think you're right Challenge. I, l- I like the word challenging if it's done the right way because it always pushes you and strives you to try and do more but you're right, there's been a lot going on with the showroom in London, Clarkwell, which we opened up in April last year. Um, it's fair to say, you know, we were still in part lockdown when it opened and it's been a bit of a struggle to start with. But it's fair to say the turn of this year, it's been tremendous. Mm-hmm. And what I've really enjoyed about today in particular, being the first day of Clarkwell, it's like working at an exhibition because everyone's coming here to see us rather than having to go to somewhere. So it's been a really exciting time. Business in general... Last year was our best year ever within the UK 
and this year again we're going to pass those targets. Our outstanding water bank is as high as it's higher than it's ever been, not as high, but higher than it's ever been. So yeah, encouraging signs, but unfortunately no one knows what the next six months are going to offer with what's happening in, in the world in general. But all we can do is have control of what we're doing in the UK, and I think we're doing a very good job at doing that at the moment in time. In terms of new project launches, because Vitra has always been a company that works a lot with designers and you know collaborates with a lot of people, kind of what are the new ranges that are out? Yes, so, so just towards the end of last year, we actually launched the new brand new range. We've done a collaboration with Tom Dixon, which has received a lot of very, very good press, which I'm sure you're aware of. Um, it's fair to say that Tom chose us because I don't like using the word one-stop shop. But at Vitra, you know, we make our own tiles, brassware, accessories, furniture, ceramics. And he wanted to work with someone who could do the complete collection for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that that collection just typifies what we are about. We've also launching today, really and truthfully, it's the first time Puss has been able to see it. It's a brand new range concept of furniture, um, which we're calling Roots. And that collection consists of a multitude of different sizes of units, both compact, mid, as well as standard projection. And that can come in 17 different colours with three different wash basins, three different styles of doors. So you can appreciate it's a very large range, but it's very competitively priced for the marketplace we're in. So I think, you know, we have a Tom Dixon range, which is pushing the boundaries when it comes to Vitra and pushing the name out there. And then also we have this other collection, which will hopefully bring us reward of t- massive turnover within the UK. It's always having that fine balance between the two, yeah. which is what's important. Yeah, I do... I mean, we don't like that t- the term one-stop shop, but it is one of Vitra's unique selling points is the fact that you can just come in and buy just a complete Vitra bathroom. Without a doubt, and I think that's why you know, Tom has said that he spoke to lots of different bathroom manufacturers, and, and to start with, he wanted to produce some tiles. But when he spoke to Vitra and he understood that we could offer him everything, that sold it for him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he wanted, somewhere where he can make a complete collection in harmony and be able to sell it in that way as well as you mentioned you do work a lot with different designers you have obviously Tom Dixon Claudia Claudia Bellini Eric Levy Terry Pecora Ross Lovegrove we've done stuff in the past with Thomas um, Matthias Tun as well yep yeah and the thing is you've worked with them but they all even though when you put them next to each other they all look so different but they all look like Vitra how have you managed to work with them to make sure that they still represent the band I think the first thing is that I used the word a little bit earlier actually is partnership mm-hmm. you know we work with everyone as partners and from my point of view you know a retail showroom a merchant a contractor they're all partners in the whole process the customer is the end user yeah. that walks in so it's very important to be classed as a partner and that's how we work with these people in, in harmony that you know yes I use that word challenge. They push us all the time to come up with new ideas and innovation ideas, but they work with us together mm-hmm. to be able to deliver the end product, which is what they're after at the end of the day. They want to be able to have some, which does have their stamp on it, but also from our point of view, it's got to be a product that's feasible to sell. It's got to be a product that you know, there is a marketplace for it. So it's all one and good creating very aspirational products, but ultimately we're in the UK to sell products. So it's got to be a saleable product. Yeah, I think that's always sometimes a bit of a challenging thing to mix up because you know, UK consumers are quite conservative in a lot of things that they want but you know you still want to kind of push the area of design so how do you kind of balance you know the things that customers typically want versus giving them a slightly more aspirational design-led product yeah I think 
Cherry Purpura, the range we've launched with Cherry, which is a range called Plural. You know, we have some furniture elements in here that retail over £4,500. But we also have some furniture elements here that retail just over the £1,000 mark. So it's having that mixture of products so you can appeal to every level of the market and what someone's looking to without insulting someone when they walk into an environment and say, I like that product, oh, but it's this price. You can always be able to offer something a little bit under. So it's trying, you know, understanding the marketplace, you know, and delivering to the market exactly what we think consumers require. In terms of developments in new technology that you've released over the past few years that obviously have taken the great amount of not just design but research and development and just general advancements in technology like you know the basins that's made from one cast for example the different colors and brasswares and finishes what have those advancements been? I I think the biggest advancement when it comes to producing the ceramics now is when you start to an amount of pressure casting so Mm -hmm. traditional way of casting when you produce a product and it can take up to 20 hours to dry out when you've got pressure casting you 20 minutes you have a product which you can start to work with that's been a massive investment from our point of view. So last year it was 25 million euros. This year I think it's just over 20 million euros investment. So it's investment in technology to be able to keep the, you know, the factory up to the capacity where we are, which we're producing what, nearly 5.5 million pieces of ceramic out of one factory now. I think when it comes to innovation, there's lots of little things that we're trying to bring to the table all the time. And I think working with the designers in particular that we mentioned a little bit earlier, they're the ones that are always trying to push the boundaries which is a good thing. They're pushing against an open door. You know, we want to try to bring these products to the marketplace, but at the same time, making sure that these innovation pieces are saleable products that are accepted in the marketplace. So it's it's having that balance again, as you mentioned a second ago. But I think from Victory UK's point of view, I think our our biggest investment recently has been into brassware. Um, You know, people know Victory mainly because of the ceramics, but we make over two and a half million taps a year. You know, so we have the opportunity to be able to push those a lot harder within the UK marketplace, and that's our focal point now over the next couple of years. Yeah.